Oh, the straights watched it. Welcome to Glee on the Rocks, the podcast where we break down the highs and lows of the writing, the music, the cultural impact of a TV show that only ran six seasons and ended five years ago. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm Mandy. And I'm B. And this is season three, episode seven, I Kissed a Girl. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm really excited for this one. Uh, it's a good one. It's a, it's a good one. This is our... Um, santana centric episode where she gets a a nice chunk of the time and the storyline which is really kind of worth it for this one yeah um because it's a pretty big storyline to tackle um in a 42 minute episode of tv and it's about time too she doesn't really get her own truly her own episode before this that yes it is it is time um, so real quick, we are going to read the Glee Wiki, Wikia um, summary, and then we'll get going. So picking up from the last episode, Santana is to be suspended for slapping Finn, but Finn thinks of a better idea. After he outed her, he feels bad and makes an assignment for both the Trouble Tones and the New Directions. The assignment is Lady Music Week. Uh, and the, <laughs> I know, right? And the clubs will sing songs to show Santana that they support and love her for who she is. Um, Meanwhile, the McKinley senior class presidential campaign and the congressional campaigns heat up and it's time to vote for the winners while Puck and Shelby's relationship slowly comes to an end. Uh, This episode was directed by Tate Donovan and written by Matthew Hodgson, um, but the Glee Wiki notes that it was also written in part by Allison Adler, who does not get a credit. I wonder why not well it's probably wga rules or they just don't like women Mm. well you know one of those Mm. one of those is true i was having like gleek out brazil flashbacks i was like how does glee wikia know this (laughs) (laughs) how do you know i mean i guess we don't know that glee wikia isn't run by gleek out brazil it's just all one conspiracy oh my god yeah this is how we get to the bottom i think this is it Somebody that isn't us take that to Twitter as though it's fact because that's how the <laughs> internet works. Yes. We implore you, our loyal listeners, to take to Twitter that the Glee Wiki, Wikia, is actually run by the remnants of Glee Out Brazil, which means it's run by Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. <laughs> it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I mean, it, it might. It might. You can't say that it doesn't. You don't have any yeah. proof that it doesn't. So it's There's probably no true. That's America. So says the Twitter. <laughs> the golden rule, if you can't prove it's not true, then it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I win arguments. Is that only me? Or do you guys have like normal rational arguments with people? Now I'm just reviewing every argument we've ever had in my head now. I'm trying to imagine what we would have argued about other than like who's on top. Pizza toppings. <laughs> Oh, pizza <laughs> toppings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does B know yeah. about this? It's about pineapple, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel Do like you... you guys had this fight publicly <laughs> a number of times. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you want to do a quick shout out for the, the 31 days of Glee Opinions? 
Yeah. So the three of us plus our audio engineer got together and we made up a list of 31 hot takes on Glee and the cast. And um, we are excited to post them. So we're going to post them to our social media, Instagram, Twitter. Do we use Facebook? We don't. We, we do, but I don't think anyone listening goes to it. Go there. You you could like us on Facebook and it would be there. You can share it yeah. and get your, you know, associated friends and family pissed off and mm-hmm. in, in the conversation. So that's, I'm really ready to um, engage with listeners. Yeah, we, we are inviting you to vocally disagree with us. Please. We are all yeah. about like critical thinking on this podcast and you can apply that to us. Yeah. yeah. We're going to tell you that you're wrong, but you can still <laughs> argue with us. Yeah. We're, we've got like Cliff's notes ready to go. Like we oh, are yeah. ready for this. I've already oh, yeah. forgotten who wrote which one, some of them, because they're just like, they should be obvious and universal. So I'm ready to fight. If you guys don't agree, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. The opinions are not necessarily cohesive throughout the three of us. It's true. Yeah. I mean, mostly because like, obviously, but there might be a few where we're like, I mean, B wrote that and I think it's bullshit. But oh, are you, you'll have to. You're already ready to fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, hold on. Let me get some popcorn first. <laughs> Ooh, popcorn. Um, I also, I'm going to throw this out there. This is an idea directly from the top of my head right now. But if you guys do want to like debate with us, uh, and any of them get heated, we may take it to a mini episode <laughs> to yeah, state our. Yeah. Like, if any of the like, we'll, we'll just like go through the. Um, Patreon mini episode will be us like reading the comments on them. I think that is an excellent idea. Yeah. hundred yeah, so, so percent. Give us some material for our uh, Patreon subscribers, which we also have, by the way. Yes. A Patreon that uh, you should check out. Which is at patreon.com slash Glee on the Rocks because we kept the branding all the way across every social media site. So it'd be easy to find us. Yeah. Consistency. <laughs> Consistency. But yeah, um, if you, if you run out of episodes, you need more content. There's so much content there. So many more there episodes is. where we talk way more freely about stuff that you care about. So yes, and especially on something like this, uh, like the, the, the opinions themselves are pretty spicy, but mm-hmm. we'll definitely go all in on our reasoning uh, on the Patreon episodes. Yes, absolutely. We can really get into the weeds. Just like Mr. Schuster. <laughs> no no um i guess we should actually do the real episode because we can yeah. just keep talking about all the stuff all the other things we're gonna do instead this is true. yeah uh all right actual episode uh it's i it's i kissed a girl and as we saw in the previous episode finn outs santana to the school um which causes uh, and I can't remember the name, even though this happened like several weeks ago. Um, there's going to be an advertisement for the congressional race that also outs Santana to like the whole of, I don't know, Lima, Ohio. Who knows? Ohio likes the statewide election. Statewide election. So, you know, if you're trying to keep a secret, that's really not the way to do it. Um, so Dick move and Santana slaps him, which in real life, Naya slapped Corey. She did. I yeah. forgot about that. She, uh, I, you know, fake slaps just look bad. If you're going to put it in a show, either cut camera or like 
just get the get the okay from your scene buddy and go for it i mean naya was a committed actress so she was and this is the arrival of snicks as well yes i i wrote that down that was my first note i was like ah the birth of snicks it's the birth of snicks which crossed um i guess we'd have to go really track down the timeline of this but snicks is a um oh god is it a it's a glee and extra glee Mm. so naya had referred to herself as snick like it would be a joke with the cast that she's also snick so it's something that was in text and extra textual which is kind of awesome yeah she would throw her snicksmas party i remember that yes the snicksmas parties um which i think is fun when actors can take a piece of their character and just like love it and not pretend like that's not something that they do most of their day I mean, it is, this isn't like, I don't know, it's going to be hard to not be a little bit like sentimental about Naya, um, Mm -hmm. even if this is not our Naya, you know. Our tribute episode. Yeah. Um, But one of the things Kevin said recently um, was that Naya would be like wearing the Glee merch constantly. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciate that in the same way, like. I do too. I have a I have a hard time with actors who try to distance themselves from their character in a way that feels mean. Mm-hmm. And and I yeah. get on the opposite side I get that actors aren't their characters and that can really being pigeonholed into not even typecast but like pigeonholed into you are this one person and that's all you'll ever be sucks. But there's something to be said for really outwardly enjoying the job that you have because it's acting's kind of a bizarre job right like you get paid so much money and it makes people happy and there was a time i I think it was once or twice but darren chris wore a it wasn't like official merch but it was a dalton sweatshirt Mm. and that was like it's the same kind of like wink wink to the thing that is making you famous enough to have a career yeah, I, I like that. I don't know. It it also just like warms me to the character more. I mean, Santana is yeah. not a character that you always like would have liked. Yeah, she is um, uh, controversial sometimes. And even in this episode, like I I think that people that liked Finn a lot like disagreed with her slapping him. I don't know. I was reading back some like old social media um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago after I first watched the episode, and like there were. Yeah, there were a lot of, like, Finn and Rachel fans that were really angry at Santana. Part of me mm. is like, oh, the straights watched it. But uh, also it was, you know, I'm sure just, like, some Finn fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone has their favorites. And then when someone's mean to your fave, you get pissed. Mm. But um, I, I think Finn deserved the slap, though. So, Finn you know. Did. I mean, like, violence is not the answer. Yeah. But in but. terms of, like, his behavior, uh, yes, yeah, it was pretty shitty. Finch is yep. so emotionally stunted. Like, the whole beginning of this episode, I was just like, what the heck? Because <laughs> I, I wrote down a quote from him. He said, I feel kind of bad for you. I think you're awesome, but you act out because you have pain inside. And I was like, did Finn just mansplain being closeted to her? <laughs> wow. Like he just told yeah. her how she feels? <laughs> he did. And, like, he, he tells... um the principal that she didn't slap him because 
he wants her to come back to the choir room because he has an idea for this week. And his great idea is lady music week. Like the whole thing is just so yeah. like incompetent white man classic. I he doesn't want her back because he really likes her as a friend. He wants her to come back to the glee club. Yeah. And so they can have a fair competition because if she gets suspended, then she can't compete at sectionals. So they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta have a fair competition. Also gotta do my lady music idea trash yeah i think the whole he was always like the bumbling idiot but like lovable and i'm just i'm not here for it yes and i I totally get that his character i think really only works in these seasons like this section of of who finn is because Corey was so likable right yeah if you stuck another actor into those lines you'd just be like oh my god shut up And here you're like, okay, you're kind of an idiot, but you'll get through. You'll get through it, buddy. Yeah, it's um, it's not a great yeah. way to out somebody. Oh, oh, I wrote down more quotes because he he gets up and he's like, oh, it's Lady Music Week, and he's like, Glee's about learning to accept yourself for who you are, no matter what other people think. And I'm like, mm, that wasn't my experience with show choir. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say that's the um like summary mission statement of this show. No, I mean, they sure, I, for as much talk as they have about Glee being inclusive and like the club, like we, everyone is accepted here. Like, okay, but no, no, <laughs> it's not really. Literally, Just, Rachel sent sunshine to a crack house. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. blackballing Blaine because he's too pretty. Like what is happening? Just constant rivalry is mm-hmm. breakups and makeups. Also, Artie, Artie was just kind of shitty in many ways. Again, yeah. all the love to Kevin. I love but Kevin. like, yeah. Love oh. Kevin, if you hear this, this is not about you. About you. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah. In the middle of Finn, like setting up this thing and spouting all this bullshit, Santana's like, do I even get a say in this? And Finn just talks over her and is like, no. <laughs> You know, it'd be funny if, like, that this episode or maybe those scenes were, like, a commentary on straight white male mm. allyship. Mm-hmm. If the intention was to, to, to suddenly understand that it's bullshit for Finn to be the one telling Santana how to react and feel to her own queerness. If it was, if this was actual commentary on how that's bullshit to do, but it doesn't, I don't think it is. Yeah. Think it's no, just, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, not it's literally word. not that deep when it yeah. should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like someone else could have stood up and be like, hey, this is not for you to say. I mean, it would be very episode yeah. of the week and that, yeah, whatever. But for someone else to have stood up and be like, hey, why don't you sit the fuck down and let Santana actually tell you how she feels about this. Like, especially considering what the demographic of the show was, I think I would have preferred episode of the week as opposed to like, you know, cis white guy, like cis straight white guy Mm -hmm. mansplaining everything because that's really what it was um, to everyone around him. Yeah. And just like unchecked, like Finn is supposed to be someone you're feeling sympathetic for there or agreeing with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet. Once again, no lesbians in the writer's room. We can tell. Nope. I was going to say, because right after that is the claim duet. Is that what yes. you were going to say? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it is not what I was going to say, but we oh, okay. 
we can <laughs> just go right into this song that exists. Pretty, pretty, please don't you ever, ever feel like you're less than, less than perfect. Pretty, pretty, please, if you ever, ever feel like you're nothing, you are perfect to me. <laughs> I think my major problem is Santana's reaction to it, but we can we can fangirl over the duet first because I had forgotten that there was a clean duet in yeah. this episode, and I was like, ah. I hadn't Seems forgotten. It. I did forget that Blaine raps. <laughs> I tried to forget that. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. It was so awesomely terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the lyrics really kind of work for Kurt, and then and then Blaine just comes in and you're like i please s- stop <laughs> i'll take him rapping over mr schuster rapping any day though that's true you know we never got yeah, yeah. a blaine versus mr schuster rap off wow. i think that's a blessing i think i'm glad <laughs> is that not what happens in season six because i just don't it know might yet. Be. Yeah. actually it might yeah <laughs> I, I i really wouldn't know we'll find out stay tuned for season six in five years <laughs> at the rate we're going <laughs> we're gonna catch up don't worry don't worry we're fine it's fine um i i thought it was cute that it was a pink song again too because blaine does raise your glass in season mm-hmm. two oh, and yeah. they did perfect mm-hmm. and i was just like oh blaine and pink just goes together for some reason yep. so mm-hmm. cute he's definitely tried like her trapeze act in the <laughs> oh my god you know from the ceiling whatever the fuck that's called <laughs> yes i love that performance. I, I think i Someone has drawn fan art of that, haven't they? I'm sure that did not just occur to me today. Like, I, that's probably just been sitting in the back of my mind. If not, let's add it to the list. We need Finn lifting Blaine and <laughs> dancing. And also Blaine doing aerial. Pink's, uh, glitter in the air mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, please. that's what it is. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a good performance. See, Blaine, Blaine could do glitter in the air, but Pink could never do Teenage Dream. Just saying. I'm just putting it out you there. Know, that's accurate. It would not yeah. sound right at all. Or, ooh, or don't stop me now. That would have been better. Oh, well. I made it up on the fly. <laughs> yeah. I Well, Pink could do Queen. No, Pink could do Queen. Yeah. I'm just kidding. They should all do each other's music forever. Let's have Pink. Let's do Glee again, and everything's the same, except Blaine is played by Pink. <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Schuster is played by Darren. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> it wouldn't be that different, honestly. I probably mm. like Schuster more. Maybe we'll see. Uh, I mean, well, not. I mean, but, yeah, the Kurt and uh, I was going to say <laughs> the student teacher might be a little yeah. less awful. I know. Yeah, that's bad. That's terrible. That I was automatically like, well, student teacher relationship, not so bad. <laughs> gonna take that thought and put it into the bad candy jar (laughs) nope like i didn't that's not appropriate it's not good just because i like the characters blaine does wear a lot of bow ties though i mean he could people have definitely mistaken him as a teacher in the halls of mckinley more than one absolutely because he looks 32 (laughs) just not at dalton since dalton has no teachers right exactly they're just run by council yeah i guess like coronavirus at Dalton must be really easy because there aren't teachers anyway. 
That's right. So they just go yeah. home and teach each other over Zoom. Wherever home is. Somewhere in Ohio. Hmm. I in the see- wilds of Ohio. I did see on Twitter someone shared like the picture of Blaine's Niata acceptance letter and it says he lives in Lima. I did not research the whole background of that and where exactly the picture came from, but uh I think that's I think that's just lie I think that's just retconning. Like there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um Dalton was a boarding that. school. That's what fandom decided. Dalton was a boarding school. And so it makes sense then. Yeah. So, or Kurt. But we don't we never found out if Kurt actually like lived there or not, did we? Nope. Well they never well, say it else in the show. Ever. Yeah. Everyone just looked at a map and was like, Lima, Westerville. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Ooh. Add add to the list of minisodes. Um yeah. Just us just discussing geography, staring at some <laughs> Google Maps for How a few did minutes. Dalton work? Where are the How? teachers? Did they commute or was it boarding? I really just do love perfect so questions. Oh yes, perfect. Uh, no, you're fine. Sorry. I'm like, I'm trying to bring it back. Um bring trying to bring it back. back. Um, there hasn't been a claim to it in a while, question mark. They didn't even uh, get one in the episode where they had sex, so. No, they um, didn't. Yeah, I was just like, I really love their voices together, always have. I love that they're like playful in it because I feel mm-hmm. like they get, they sometimes tend to get duets and solos singing to each other when it's like a dramatic, sad storyline, but this yeah. was like mm-hmm. legit happy and joyful and they were trying to like share something beautiful with Santana and I really loved that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're cute little like, like backstory for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have loved, I know it, I know the show doesn't work like that, but I would have loved a quick cut to them in the car singing. Yeah. Oh, that would have been dance. cute. So sweet. In the station wagon that one of them drives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that someone drives. Um, just thinking of trivia back in the day there was there is a deleted scene where santana comes out to the cheerios no way interesting and and murphy like uploaded it in like 2012 or something um i did not know that yeah which is kind of annoying because it sort of takes away her agency in coming out yeah Yeah. i mean she didn't get to come out to the glee club because of finn Mm -hmm. And we saw the shitty scene with her abuela. So and it would have been like, nice. Yeah. Would have been nice to have a positive scene. Yeah. Yeah. She like off screen came out to her parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could have kind of switched that maybe. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't know. No, um, that would have been great. That would have been much better. Especially because uh, it's really frustrating to me that she's so negative and mean to Kurt and Blaine who Mm -hmm. are arguably the only people who could really understand and sympathize with her at the time like I don't understand that as a queer person myself like that doesn't make any sense to me that she would like reject them but then embrace Finn doing a very similar thing later on with arguably a much worse song choice and much weirder (laughs) performance oh god I hate that the girls just want to have fun See, and, like, Um, I can understand Santana having a bad reaction out of, like, embarrassment or, mm -hmm. you know, because the spotlight's on this. But I do think it should have either been consistently positive reaction or consistently negative. Like, Mm -hmm. she could have been shitty to Finn, too, and it would have 
felt more in character. Yeah, she was just lashing out at, at everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand this, like, bond they were trying to, like, fabricate between Finn and Santana. Like, just because Finn lost his virginity to her, like, Santana doesn't have a tie yeah. like that to him. And her relationship with him is what matters here, not the other way around. Yeah, there were other characters that they could have... I mean, them centering Finn at Santana's story, like, overall just annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, it does. Just men gotta burst on into these storylines. Like, It also annoys me because it's very similar to how they handled Kurt's Mm -hmm. coming out situation. I mean, not just his coming out, but, like, how they handled, like, Kurt in the first season was, Mm -hmm. you know, to basically make Finn the center of his story. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, his crush and mm-hmm. him being weird about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with Santana being Latina and a lesbian, and it's just like, really? Just a white, a white straight man? I think sometimes the show still tries to act like we're watching it from a character's perspective. Mm. Like, the first half of the first season was very angled towards Mr. Schuster and how he was viewing events. Mm-hmm. Right, And I think it still gets stuck sometimes using Rachel and Finn as our point of view when it's such an ensemble that we don't, there's no point to that. It doesn't make any sense to try and give us uh, the events through a perspective like that. Like we are- Especially not by this point in the show, because yeah. I think by this point, Glee knew it was something that queer people were watching. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have done the Santana and Britney storyline since we know that wasn't planned from the start. Like, they mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that if they hadn't known that the audience was, you know, queer. Like, oh, yeah. that's who was responding, like, mostly to it. There were a lot of Finn and Rachel fans, too. But even, you know, a lot of those were the, you know, I don't I don't want to say, like, Broadway loving as though Broadway has to be gay. But, like, <laughs> that was the, you know... Are you wrong, though? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just annoyed at all of the... Oh, and I'm looking the... back at my notes now, and it looks like it supposedly Santana's attitude changes because she has another conversation with Finn where she says, you realize you're basically forcing me out of the closet, which, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah. I don't want you to die. You were mm-hmm. my first. That means something to me. I need to do everything I can. And I'm like, yeah. so that's what changes her attitude is just that someone was concerned about her being suicidal when she's, we've seen nothing in the show that portrays that. Like, how, how does that make sense? I also, um, am re- in remembering like that scene, uh, was really pissed off that that's how Finn had to like, relate to it i mean mm-hmm. like yeah because i used your body in a sexual way once you have meaning to me like yeah. i don't yeah. know they never even dated did they no not, not really no no she just like came yeah. on to him and then they had sex yeah it's like you have no meaning to me beyond this one night this is the thing that now yeah gives you gives you purpose to me we're not trying to make ourselves hate Finn, but like when you start breaking down yeah. words and actions, like this is why the show bothers us sometimes. I just think the writing yeah. was objectively shitty. Like they just picked the wrong angle. That's like a terrible, yeah. like there's so many people who are closer to Santana, Mercedes, uh, mm-hmm. Quinn, mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany, any of the Cheerios, 
um, Coach Sue, anybody that she's like has an actual relationship with, good or bad, versus yeah. this person who has one point of contact with her, what, two years before this? One year yeah. before this? And like, I, it, you said earlier, Emily, that like Finn was really easy to like, or you said something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and that's very true. And I don't remember being as upset the first time. And I think it's it's a mixture of the fact that like I was just all about the claim and mm-hmm. cared less. I don't know why I cared less. It's not like, you know, I didn't enjoy like lesbian by representation in media even then. Mm-hmm. I was looking for it. I just didn't. I don't know. I was blinded by my uh, <laughs> love of Clayne. Well, I think Glee took the time to fully develop Clayne and let us like have authentic attachment to them. Whereas Britannia kind of, or to me, kind of just was a joke and then it wasn't. And so yeah. we didn't really get that like build up mm-hmm. time to be invested in them getting together yeah. or anything. And the way Brittany is written is Santana can't really go to Brittany with these deep soul searching questions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she can't, I mean, there are times when Brittany spouts some really philosophical things, but they're like one liners mm-hmm. and they're just meant in that like Phoebe from friends of like, Oh, you said something smart. Right. Um, yeah. Which is nonsense because fr- <laughs> friend, girlfriend, whatever, you should be able to, to talk to the people who are closest to you about these important issues. And yeah. And and any number of the other characters could have had a better point of entry into this, you know, Quinn has made, yeah, Quinn's made mistakes and she's viewed one way when she feels a different way. And Mercedes knows what it's like to not be comfortable. Like, you know, there's all these different. I mean, they also, this is like purely into like the fan fiction territory, but, uh, Blaine, has been through bullying. Uh, uh yeah. You know, you if they if they wanted to go the like we're both, you know, gay non-white students who mm-hmm. are encountering like shitty shitty responses from Finn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. They should have banded together to hate Finn. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I found myself getting a lot more heated about the Finn issue this time watching it than I did when I first watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's some of Santana. Um, how did you feel about her conversation with her abuela while we're wrapping her up? Not wrapping her up. She's kind of the key to all the storylines, but still. I mean, I got secondhand anxiety from it as someone who has lived as an openly gay person on the internet since I was like 16, but still hasn't come out to my family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondhand anxiety for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was necessary for a close family member of hers to react this way, or or no. could the show have gone? <laughs> like, I mean, it's. I mean, I, I suppose that the show was trying to say, like, look, not everyone is as yeah. accepting as the Glee Club, and the Glee Club is her real family because they accept her for who she is, but. Mm. It's a lot to ask to have this kind of big blow up that we don't really hear about. That goes back to my problem with it, because like, I I do think it's realistic to show that not everyone will be okay. But I also think that literally Finn was the not okay person. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
So, like, the fact that they ignored that and Glee is supposed to be, like, where she's accepted, even though that's literally where she got outed. Right. In, <laughs> because someone got mad at her. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I would have rather not seen the grandmother scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's that's because I would rather have it been, like, all centralized around, like, the Glee Club. Right. I mean, personally, that scene is just heartbreaking. Um, yeah. Especially, I mean, Naya plays it so well. Like, she really goes in with a lot of hope because, like, she has off screen come out to her parents and they're cool with it. And, like, the whole Glee Club is rallied around her. And she's, you know, at the end of Finn's solo, however horrible we think it is, you know, Santana mm-hmm. cries and hugs him and is, like, you know, kind of having a revelation of, like, okay, I, I believe that you care about me um, and that you that everyone here cares about me. Like, I believe it now. Like, that's really powerful for what it is. And then it just seems like tacking on that scene was unnecessary. Like, I don't think it added anything to the episode, except I guess going into constant craving, um, I guess it put her in a state of mind to be singing such a song. Like, that, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's always, this is going to be hard forever, which is true. Like, as all queer people know, like coming out never ends um, because there's always new people to meet and um, new like roles that you play in your life um, and you have to come out over and over. So I, I guess they just really, ooh, that actress who plays Abuela is so good yeah. um, and she just really brings it home. And I, I like felt it through the screen, like mm-hmm. the like shame and like the disapproval and being me personally i i would have rather not have it like i see i guess i kind of see how they it goes with like the arc of the episode but yeah naya killed it though i mean she acted it well I mean, it, yeah like it she acted the hell out of it mm-hmm. uh and and like you said so did um the actress playing her abuela yeah is it like the tragedy porn of it where you had to get mm-hmm. You, yeah, had to get this emotional gut punch into the episode. Like, I it, don't think it needed it. Like I, it, maybe for a straight audience that was needed, but I don't right. think a queer audience needed to see that in order to feel punched in the gut by the episode. Right. right. I I thought about that as like the reminder to straight audiences that it's not mm-hmm. easy. Right. Like, sure, these people accept her, but her family doesn't wink, wink. People at home with queer children, like, yeah. And I mean, Kurt's storyline was always like that too. I mean, it was much more extended. It wasn't just, you know, one or two episodes like Santana's mm-hmm. has been, but like his dad was accepting, but he was getting shoved in the lockers. And like, so I, yeah. I feel like that's just kind of been there, done that. Like let one queer character just be happy. Right. Yeah. Just let him be happy. Is there, I guess Brittany's kind of happy. I don't know. Brittany doesn't get yeah. enough screen time for us to know. Well, I was going to say, well, yeah. Blaine and Kurt get beat. So yeah. literally be. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that. We do meet Brittany's parents in season six, so I don't remember what they say, but I know her mom's played by um, her mom's played by the actress who plays um, Paulette in Legally Blonde, who I love. um, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that, but I don't I don't remember any of the dialogue. So we'll see when we get there. I didn't uh, remember that (laughs) that 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 happens. Surprise! Surprise! Um, all right. Well, some other storylines that we've got are the 
elections. We have the student student council, student president, president council, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and then Sue versus Bert Hummel. Thoughts? Feelings? Which one first, the school one? Yeah, I mean, the school one's the one that matters more because, like, yeah. Bert Hummel being elected to Congress, like, cool, but you're also just the mechanic and that's why we love you. Well, for that one, you also get the, like, Beast Sue Cooter storyline. That is um, true. So, so maybe a little extra layer there. Yeah. Um, because... Okay, let's talk about that one first, because did they contrive that entire storyline just to use Dolly Parton's Jolene? Because if so, so. <laughs> amazing. He talks about you in his sleep, and there's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name Jolene. And I could easily understand how you could easily take my man, but you don't know what he means to me, Jolene. Jolene, 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 please don't take him even though you can. I love it. Yeah. It's honestly, it's one of the times where I'm like, you know what? You win. I love this song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I accept that you did this and I'm not 100% mad about it. Like I'm a little mad about it. But I'm mad about it less for the the love triangle and more for um, how it doesn't relate to Beast's character down the line. Yeah. At the time this aired, I don't think I had like any negative thoughts about it. Yeah. No, I was like, this is great. She's into Cooter and doesn't realize he's a dick. She, you know, she still has this whole thing about wanting to feel pretty. She looks at Sue Sylvester, who is, I mean, interestingly, Jane Lynch, I don't know that a lot of people would call her conventionally pretty. She's very tall. Right. She's got, I mean, short hair isn't nearly as problematic for people these days, but like, she's not, she's older for one thing. And I don't know that people would be like, Jane Lynch, the most gorgeous woman on Glee. She's, Mm very attractive but not in the um fox network not in like the cw standard so but i can see in- like oh, beast comparing herself exactly to her. yeah yeah so i i did appreciate that it was two like grown-ass women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, oh, and the, the beauty standards of being older and it's not like she was looking at someone with a full blowout and like nine pages of makeup and you know that difference. Cause so often what we're seeing on Glee are 20 year olds dressed up like teenagers. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, the thing I didn't like, I, I thought was Sue. Well, it was also funny to have two queer actresses going after a male yeah. character. <laughs> I know. And you just want to be like, Oh, so so gay actors can play straight is what i'm hearing here is that it's not an issue cool um but i didn't totally care for sue's concern about being labeled gay right yeah um because it never seemed like something that would have bothered her up until this this episode like i i wouldn't have ever considered that if someone called sue a lesbian to her face she'd be like how dare you? I have sex with a lot of different men in my black book. <laughs> booty calls. His booty calls her, book. Her, her booty call book. Um, which oh, I, I guess thought, it was in the context of like getting elected to. That like, too. 
Yeah. I did like that the handwriting in her booty call book was completely different on each line. <laughs> <laughs> like each name and phone number was a different handwriting. I guess the booty calls wrote it in themselves. And I, she I, carries this tape around. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just like here, write your name now next to all these other guys. <laughs> Which if that's true, what a power move. I know. It did show the timeliness or the problematic timeliness of a show. Um, the know, Matt Lauer she, joke. Matt Lauer joke. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Cool. Many things age glee and that was a big one. That was a big one. But as you said, we get Jolene. So. Yeah. Which Dot Marie Jones should sing more because um, she she's that delightful. Was wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I had no complaints about the song. Like, and they should have great. done more Dolly Parton. I think that's the only Dolly Parton mm. they do. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they, that's one of those things that I think if Glee were, like, still recording today, there would have been a lot more Dolly Parton because she's kind of become a right like more a prominent figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and, and yay, Bert. He does it. Yes. He does. Um, so he becomes exciting. Congressman Bert, Bert Hummel, soon to be President Bert Hummel. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Was there anything else in the election? His his election part went pretty smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind Will of took a backseat. Manager. I forgot oh, yeah. about that. Because he doesn't have enough jobs. I don't know. Right. Glee club. Does he still Spanish. teach Spanish? I'm not sure. We. Ooh, <laughs> there's an episode coming up uh, with Ricky Martin. Oh yeah, so he does. That's right. Ricky. <laughs> That'll be fun. I love Glee's random ass um, guest stars. Always fun. My favorite's coming up. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, to seg, to segue, the other election is yes. student student body council president, student council body, body council. Who knows? Student, student council president, student body sure. president. I don't yeah. know. Um, you know, Rachel is now suddenly concerned that Kurt is not going to make it into Niata. Um, and she doesn't want to move to New York without her best gay. For bankovers and souffle, she says. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not for like his friendship and support and love. Yep. And any other reasons that you might want to move somewhere with your friend. It's or like that. Just giving a shit about his future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrible. Truly, uh, truly horrible. And she says it with such conviction that you're like, oh, she has no, doesn't occur to her at all that she's not it's doing this. Truly, <laughs> truly a moment where she mirrors Finn in ways that, like, I <laughs> wish just the lack of self awareness. Yes. Like, wow, they do belong together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, well, that can't be a long-lasting relationship, but I guess yeah. they each would be doing things for in each other that would really be for themselves, so it cancels out. Yeah, maybe. Um, Kurt, who I, has only really discovered that Niata exists like three weeks ago, is now concerned that he doesn't have any extracurriculars on his um, his resume, his whatever it's called, his application, <laughs> his resume. Um, his school application, which should really have occurred to him earlier. Also, like, dude, your dad's a congressman now. 
you're gonna be fine. You like, can get in in the Ada. Plus, it's it's a it's a school for acting and dramatic arts. Like you're in the Glee Club. You were in West Side Story. Officer Krupke's not not a big role. It's not like yeah. you were unnamed Jet Number Five. Well, he was, he also, was also yeah, yeah, <laughs> and was not double cast. Mm, there That's we go. Deal. Big deal. So he doesn't really need this, but suddenly we're supposed to feel like he might not actually get in. Because one extracurricular, we all know, is what gets you into college. That's that's serving for six months as student council president yeah, before your application goes in. Uh, that's the other thing is all it, he sends his application in at the end of the episode. And if he had become student council president, it would have just said, just elected. It was yeah. not like, he can't show anything for it. He can't be like... And I've enacted uh, these changes, which have reduced the budget of blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Like, right. Yeah. Um, Heads up to the Gen Zers listening. Uh, colleges don't check that shit. I mean, <laughs> like, put stuff you actually care about in case they did ask you about mm-hmm. it. If you're going to a really prestigious school where you need to do an interview and all that stuff. But, like, just just say you're in stuff. They're not going to check up on that. I mean, be in stuff if you want to be in stuff. But, like, also... They care way more about your grades and your standardized test scores and all that jazz. Don't sweat it. Yeah. Is that still true? Is that is that still how college works? Because like I had zero extracurriculars and I was just immediately let in. <laughs> I'll tell you, I work for higher ed and if students get rejected, it's almost always because of standardized tests or GPA. Mm-hmm. Okay, but good. I'm not I'm not an Ivy League, so it probably right. makes a difference if it's highly highly competitive. But yeah. If, it, if you're going to a not very competitive school, just make sure your grades and scores are enough that shows that you can you can do college level work. That's all. Yeah, care like about. you can do the work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've said this before, I think, but I genuinely am not even convinced that I applied to college. <laughs> I don't. I have zero recollection <laughs> of applying to college. I think I just showed up one day, and they were like, "Come on yeah. in," you know? Yeah. 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 I think I applied to one undergrad university because I was like, well, I'm going to go there. <laughs> and mm. I, then I did. And you did. Like, See, I don't, yeah. I certainly didn't have an interview. I think I wrote a personal essay, but I couldn't begin to tell you what it was about. So I went to junior college first, uh, mm. which I do yeah. like remember because they paid me. That stands out in my memory. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But like... After two years of junior college, I went to a university, zero recollection of actually applying to go to that university. (laughs) That would be my tip for, um, I don't know, junior and senior high school students or like upcoming. I did, so my senior year of high school, I did a program where I took college classes at the local community college instead mm. of my high school classes so i got credit for both at the same time dual enrollment so I, bitches yeah, yeah so i i think i went to i think i had physics first period in high school because there wasn't any way i was going to take a physics class in college <laughs> um, but i still needed the science credit for high school and then the rest of my classes i took at a community college and then got credit for both and could transfer i think i transferred like 45 credits to nice. wow. my freshman year of undergrad holy at, shit at such a low cost like it was so subsidized <laughs> for me because it right. was a program so like if you have anything like that highly recommended to just get those bullshit hundred level classes 
out of the way where you're not paying hundreds of dollars per credit. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, people listen. This is like legitimate advice. Like we're not being facetious. Yeah. Like yeah, for serious, mm-hmm. we could tell you how to survive college. <laughs> yeah, uh, write us an email. Uh, what is yeah. it? Glee on the Rocks podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're concerned, if you're like in high school listening to this and you're concerned about college, and you should be because God knows what's going to happen this year. Like, we, we got you. Mm-hmm. We can help. We survived. I went to grad school. You all, B, you went to grad school, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. Like I did, but you know, I did make it through college uh, completely broke, so. Exactly. Can't help you for going to Niata, though. We don't know anything about that. No. Nobody. Apparently, you need an extracurricular, so. Apparently so. And we Apparently. do have bad advice. And that you handwrite your application. Yeah. And mail Which, it in. And physically <laughs> mail it in. Which even 10 years ago, I don't think you did. No. That seems wrong. Um, <laughs> going back to things that won't help you get into college, don't <laughs> stop the ballot box. Yeah. Yeah. But this, again, is Rachel thinking about herself and how she'll feel helping Kurt, not helping Kurt. Yeah. This it, is definitely about Rachel and yeah. for Rachel. Not to mention, if you're going to cheat, you have to cheat in a smart way. More advice for the kids out there. Like you can't, yes. you can't go from like a thirty-five percent on a test to a hundred percent on a test. That no, shit you is gotta, ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta slowly work up your, yeah, your, your test scores. And mm-hmm. if you're gonna stuff the ballot box, you have to make sure you don't stuff it with more ballots than there are people in the senior mm-hmm. class. Which is a very stupid mistake. Yeah. Like. She could have very successfully won it for Kurt with, like, the slightest bit of, like, a plan. Yeah. Yeah. She could have paid off the hockey team to vote. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just buy the votes. You don't stuff the box. (laughs) Yeah. Or bribe the person who counts. You shouldn't do any of these things. Don't Don't do the election. The 2020 election is very important. If you haven't registered to vote, get the fuck on it. We can help you do that as well. Yes. But mailing in your ballot is not cheating. No. You can (laughs) do that. (laughs) And mail in your ballot before the due date. The post office is backed up. Things are shitty. Give them time. October 20th. Yes. That's your mail-in ballot Also from Mississippi, which does not allow mail-in ballots for Mm. any reason. Except, like, very extenuating circumstances. Trash. So if you need help registering to vote, we can help you with that as well. DM us or email us. (laughs) We can help you if this is your first time voting or if it's not. We got you. Yeah. Pro's tip is you are allowed to take your phone out while you're in the voting booth. You are. Nobody's going to stop you. It's not a test. You can Google right there. Yeah. Google Mm -hmm. the candidates. You can take, you can also take as much fucking time in the voting booth as you want. They're not timing you in there. That's right. Like it might be packed, but take your time. And if you want, do the research ahead, write down your vote, because you can look, you can find your ballot online, your specific ballot. That's, yeah, that's literally what I do. And yeah. like, I have websites bookmarked that exactly. take you to your ballot. Uh, you, so yeah. You can make your picks, put them in a note on your phone. And then when you get to the ballot or the the voting booth, you don't have to try to remember who you thought. You can just pull that phone out, make your picks. Boom. <laughs> This has been an aside from Glee on the Rock. Yes. Voting on the rocks. We're we're going to tell people to vote every single time we do an episode, just FYI. That's right. And I would say we don't care who you vote for as long as you vote, but like, we care. 
but I also care. We care a lot. <laughs> we care a lot. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to our podcast if you're going to vote for him. Just don't. No, just don't. We don't, don't need know. we don't need I'm your subs. Is that a word? This, this, <laughs> this, is that is that how kids talk? I mean, we love this podcast, but we are not like making money from it. We have no obligation nope. to be neutral. Fuck right. Donald Trump. Fuck don't him. vote for him. Yeah. Beautiful. And this is not the year to vote for a third party either. Don't do that shit either. Speaking of voting, though, like uh, <laughs> the scene where they have all the all the little Glee Club kids like go into the voting booth and they cast their vote, and there's a little voiceover. Oh god, the writing on that part was so cringy because yeah. um, Quinn says, "Just like my dad votes for the one least ethnic," she says. Uh-huh. Least mm-hmm. ethnic. Oh God, my soul left my body. <laughs> for the one who's most girl. Yes. Okay. Mercedes says I'm going to vote for Kurt because if Brittany wins, Santana will be insufferable. Kurt, who's been her best friend since season one, she's mm-hmm. going to vote for him just so Brittany doesn't win because Santana will be like. <laughs> who wrote this shit? Did they just walk into the writers' room that day? I think so. Probably. Yeah, and that sounds reasonable. Characters to me, and I'll tell you who they're voting for and why. It was their uh, weekly. Uh, let's just let the intern write this scene. <laughs> they realized that they should probably have those scenes. We're like, oh fuck! I'm just don't uh, get in there. Say something like. <sighs> yeah, this, this show is just allergic to letting friendships be friendships. Yes, it was yeah. like not allowed. I mean, at least Mike just like bebopped in there and cast his vote and left. Yeah. Like Mike, Mike can stay. He was like my high school student would. No justification, just voted for Kurt because Kurt was the best person for the job. Yeah. And where was Blaine not voting and putting a little heart on the ballot like he should have been? Cute. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? I know. Cause yeah, that was cute that Santana put the little heart. It was. Yeah. Those are the only legitimate votes are Mike <laughs> and Santana. And those are the only ones. Everybody else sucks. Only ones that count. Um, Kurt's little um, concession to Brittany was really sweet, though. He was like, rule wisely, rule fabulously. Mm-hmm. That was very Kurt. It was very Kurt. And I liked how he was obviously hurt, but he wasn't going to sabotage the whole thing just to... I absolutely would have loved it if Kurt had been like a gracious loser and then just been like, my dad's in Congress now anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Like this was the backup plan. I think I'm fine. Yeah, Yeah. I'm good. I don't need you anyway. Oh, oh, Kurt. I know. Poor baby. That's a little face. Kurt really does just get... You you used to, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Like, you spin the wheel and you throw a dart and that's who gets shit on that episode. Mm -hmm. But overall, Kurt really just gets beat down. I mean, like, that wheel exists. Kurt's name is just every other name on it. Yeah. I was about to say that him and Quinn, just they're the first of it. And then. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, occasionally something shitty happens to somebody else, but only for an episode. But those two. Um. I suppose we should talk a little bit about Quinn, uh, Puck, and Shelby, even though it's gross. If, if we so must, gross. yeah. Um, did, did, did they fuck? They did, didn't yeah. they? 
Oh my yeah. god. I had forgotten, like, I remembered that there was, like, something between them, but I had forgotten it actually went there. It yeah. did. It went there. It went there, and it wasn't, like, it, there, well, there so far aren't any consequences. Like, right. Shelby just got, she was like, oh, this was wrong. You should go. Like, no shit, lady. But then it, it like, makes a point of showing how she's still attracted to him. Yeah. And, and yeah, she gets a, that line in Constant Craving. Yeah. yeah. And Which I is, like Constant Craving, but I that line. Song, but yeah. yeah. I know. Could have done without that one line from coming yeah. from her. Also, Santana couldn't even have her own solo in her own episode. No. Yeah. The fuck? I know. I know. I mean, it would have been fine if she had just sang the whole thing and the others had scenes. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to sing on it other than backup. Like, they didn't need solos. Right. Like, I thought it was um, nice that Kurt just kind of had the little, yeah, the little backup line, basically. Like, that was enough. Yeah, it was enough because it, it includes him in the sentiment of the song without right. him stealing the ladies, <laughs> ladies' night from Santana. Um, but yeah, so Quinn is still shitty or getting shit on rather. Yeah. Um, her, I just want to be like, her character is forced to try and use sex to keep Puck away from Shelby rather than just being like, this dude sucks and has a crush on our substitute teacher. And we've been trying to steal a baby for six weeks. She she fully cracks too because she's like, well, we made yeah. one perfect baby, we can make oh, one. I know. Like, I know. Quinn's like full on spiraling, and it was also that like that scene to me was very Lifetime movie of the week where like right. single white female is trying yeah. like, I'm gonna yeah. poke a hole in the condom so we can have another baby. Like, ugh. right. I mean, like very shades of like Terry Schuster there. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't need the first time. We certainly don't yeah. need the redux. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's that's not like, I don't know. I was, she was definitely cracking there. Yeah. But like, there are other ways a woman can have a breakdown, Ryan Murphy. There, there are. And I was super pissed that it was Puck of all fucking people who was the one to like realize how troubled she is. Right. And mm-hmm. and to have that realization of like, oh, you're only doing this because you feel like shit. Right. Like that should not be. Uh, it would have been fine for Puck to be the one to notice that since they did have a relationship if he wasn't also trying to sleep with his teacher. Right. Yeah. And had like he wasn't he wasn't super into the idea of getting like CPS called on Shelby he kind of went along with it with Quinn. He wasn't gung-ho about it. But he is still actively pursuing a, an adult. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for him to be the one to be like, you know, Quinn, you're making some bad decisions and you seem like you're in a bad place and you're enough. Like, he should not have been the person to tell Quinn that she mm-hmm. is good enough as she is. He, he kind of, like, tells her to move on in a way, too. Like, he's like, you mm-hmm. know... You, you've done enough like you tried it it's not gonna work out yeah you're fucked yeah. up and you need to figure your shit out and it's like wow really yeah like you said yeah. Puck, of all people <laughs> you <laughs> like why not mercedes why not anybody else like they do they not still live together because as far as we know mercedes and quinn still live together yeah, that's true 
I mean, Queen didn't even get that much of a story wrap up. Like, we literally have zero idea what happened in her personal life after the baby. Right. Uh, yeah. And, like, between the baby and, like, now, basically. I mean, except for Skank Quinn. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And the prom queen? No, that hasn't happened yet. No, yeah, it did. Prom queen. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. That was last season. It doesn't but matter yeah, anymore. In terms of like her family and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Is what I'm saying. Quinn does get more storylines this season, at least. Um, not that they're good ones, um, but I do think they never quite know what they're going to say with Quinn. She's like the most chameleon character of everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like whatever, if we need a character to do this, okay, it's going to be Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. If more screen time doesn't mean good screen time. Right. Poor Diana. Mandy, do you want to talk about how Diana deserved more? Or I'm just going to save that for... <laughs> Oh, she deserved more. Okay. So much more. Yeah, no, she she definitely did. <laughs> I was going to let you take that if you wanted to really expound on that. Have the floor. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have a lot of rants. Uh, there are going to be some future storylines that deserve mm-hmm. them a little more. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so for now, I'll just say she she deserved better. Great. Um. Cool. Have we missed any? We did. We missed the I kissed a girl scene. Oh, well, yes, there we go. The whole, the title of the episode. Yes. Um, I love that song. I thought it was so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. That was great. Were you at all concerned that it wasn't just Santana and it was like, so the, the criticism, as I remember of the song when Katy Perry released it was the, um, trivializing of Mm -hmm. queer female relationships and sexuality of i'm you know my boyfriend won't like it that whole thing that the song is is not necessarily that positive um it's not super for me to say but but remember the year it was too um i know no Haley kiyoko at the time probably no queer songs that would have been glee worthy yeah I, they would have been very indie, probably. I would think so. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else they would have picked. You know? Yeah. No, I mean it's it's good. I I watching it this time, I was just wondering, like maybe Santana and Britney should have sung it alone and not included right. all of the straight yeah. women. No, that's a good point. But I think the setup to it kind of justified it, where like you know they were confronting that guy at the lockers and all of them, yeah, the douchebag, like, you know, yeah, all of them kind of being like, you know, what if we are gay? Like we mm-hmm. wouldn't, wanna, you know, no one would want to date you regardless. Like, yeah. So I thought in that case, like them singing it as a group number kind of made sense in like a solidarity um, mm-hmm. framework, maybe. Yeah. So you know, like we're we're all gonna, you know, I am Spartacus type thing. Like we'll right. all mm-hmm. be like, okay, okay you're making fun of her for being gay, but I'm gay too. Like we're all gay. What are you going to do now? You know, um, not that it really makes a ton of sense. It doesn't make a ton of sense. But, uh, but the song I Kissed a Girl sounds great. So wrong, it felt so right. Don't mean I'm in 
I am. I love that sugar's in it. I love when sugar's in things. She gets mm. Yes, her um her background work during yes. um perfect <laughs> is yes. spot on. Oh, that mm-hmm. made me think. And I kissed a girl. Kurt and Blaine are like filming them in the background. Yeah, yeah, so fun. Uh, Kurt and Blaine or Chris and Darren. Either or. Either or. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. Those are the, the it, sometimes it's hard to criticize those scenes, even though that's our job because they're so fun. Yeah. I love a group number. I'm a sucker for a group number and I always want to be the cute one. I am too. Um, that stuff that kept me come like going back over and over. I know. Even when everything else was dumb. I like forgot about the rest of the episode when I saw I kissed a girl. I was just like, oh, that was so fun. <laughs> Uh, I think that's how they get people to watch the next episode. And so, like, we got to end it on a group number in the auditorium, and they'll just forget what happened before this. Although this episode does, it ends on a cliffhanger, um, because Rachel can't compete in sectionals. I know. Um, Like, big cliffhanger. So Whatever will they do? (laughs) my, My first thought about that was, like, did someone, are there actual consequences for actions? Not is usually. That, is that what's going to happen here? Is Rachel's actually going to have consequences? Holy shit. Yeah. Never thought we'd see the day. Never thought. She sure does cry um, about it a lot. Like, Kurt didn't cry when he got called to the principal's office. And she's like, nope. Sobbing. That's because worse things have happened to Kurt. Like, nothing bad really happens to Rachel. Like, this Kurt's is had, the worst thing that's ever happened Yeah, to it is, though. Like, her... I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but like, she shouldn't have gotten into Niata. Right. But, you know, we're uh, nothing, unless I'm just blanking on the first two seasons already, which is entirely possible. Tragedy has not struck. Kurt has had real problems in his life and yeah. his time at the school, and so have other characters. Um, Rachel, she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. I mean, she's crazy but she's fine yeah she'll be fine she'll be fine nothing stands in her way um yeah i think that's is that the episode is that i think that's about it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and good night um and good night. and good night um do you have a favorite song it's like i want to say claim but also i did really like constant craving i know but I feel like the the Shelby line and constant craving might put perfect over it. For yeah, me. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. Montana's part of constant craving wins, but yeah. Yeah. The sure. selection of constant craving to me is great because it's not a song that is like top of the charts. Right. Both perfect and I kissed a girl are songs that had recently happened and were like, hits constant craving is a fucking katie lang song from the 90s that it's it's a song selection that i'm like yes thank you introduce people to different genres and like get people like the um fleetwood mac whole one you know not everyone listens to fleetwood mac like throw that shit in there same with jolene i think jolene might be jolene's a good one too yeah, there was there was only good music in this episode, except for Puck solo, which I skipped. I don't even remember what he did. I fast forward. He's saying I am the only one. I forgot he had a solo. I, I think it's because I skipped it too. Actually, I, I, yeah. he started singing. I said bye. Um, 
<laughs> oh, Finn Solo 2 is so bad. Okay, take those out. Everything else was really good. I mean, so when when the street guys sing, it's not good. It's not good. Is what Especially I'm hearing. In the queer episode. Yeah. Yeah. The lady music episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> they really could have just taken that out and have yeah. Brittany saying girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so much better. That really would have been. Oh, I want that now. Oh, God. Damn it. I mean, maybe if we, <laughs> maybe if we tag Heather Morris in something, she'll do an interpretive yeah. dance to it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> is that wrong? Oh, that was really funny, but that was real dark. <laughs> no, no. Uh, maybe she'll just sing it for us instead. I'm sure Glee ripped yeah. off the arrangement of the Finn Solo from some YouTuber, so we'll find the original mm-hmm. yeah. and we can interpretive dance to that. Okay, great. Yeah. Super. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ugh, dark turn. Um, the Kevin McScale. Oh, was Kevin in this episode? <laughs> he didn't have Y'all much of a role if he had any. Y'all mentioned him during something. He made some kind of, oh, he was like cheering them on in perfect, I think. Sure. I mean, they were all in the choir room. <laughs> He was present. He was physically present. He was technically there. So 0. 0.5. I would if see if 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 he had saying girls just want to have fun, I might mm-hmm. have been more on board with it. At least he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's true. He knows a little something about hardship. Finn yes. knows nothing. <laughs> well, he lost his quarterback spot. So he's really going through some stuff. Yeah. He's hurting. Um, our claim decks. Ooh. Well, I mean, they got to do it. So okay. that's immediately pretty good. Yeah. That's automatically like over five. Yep. I was going to say like you automatically hit the six for like a full duet. Yeah. So I don't know. Seven. And, eight? and Blaine touches his shoulder. Yeah. Blaine says, um, don't, don't give up hope ever. We'll figure something out. That's yeah. very tender. And they have a little scene during Constant Craven where they're he's like finishing his application. So I feel yeah. like it's seven or an eight. I'm yeah, I'm gonna say seven because there's gonna be some episodes in future seasons that are pretty grim. Like mm-hmm. I feel like being generous while we got the good stuff here. You're right. Mm-hmm. We're still there. We're peeking. They, they do have a steamy yeah. glance in the choir room during oh, Constant Craving. Mm-hmm. So maybe seven, seven point five. All right. I'll take it. To be generous? Okay. Do we have a coulda, shoulda, woulda? Do we we have a... So many. Uh, Cut. I'm going to say Brittany singing. uh, Yeah. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. I know. I'm kind of mad you brought that up, Emily. Now that's all I want. I think we should see if we can get Heather to do it. Yeah. Is she on Cameo? It's kind of wild that Brittany had almost no lines in this episode. Yeah, really? that's true. Hmm. And she was getting elected to president too. <laughs> she had like J- Jacob Ben Israel, like, em- like, what is it? Interviewed them. I don't know. He should never have more lines than the main cast. Never, ever, no. never, ever. Um, I did have a favorite line. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt says, "I'm gonna lose unless I pull a JFK." And Rachel says, "You're gonna shoot Brittany." yes i think rachel was at her best when she was like being used for comedic fashion yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ridiculous person but i i love that i thought it was funny 
Yeah. That is the cool. um the Sioux line. Uh, I I didn't write it down. I should have written it down. But it's when she's writing in her journal and she's basically talking about how she can't stand men uh, when they like eat or talk. But when it comes <laughs> to getting sexy, like <laughs> only a fellow can feel it. I I don't know. I felt like that was very like Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sue, I thought that too, that scene, I was like, when Sue is funny, like she's one of the best parts yeah. of the show. Um, and in season one, they used her a lot more for that. Like her mm-hmm. like skiing in the background with her voiceovers. Like those are so funny. On the delivery is so good. I know. Yeah. Jane Lynch, she's a master. MVP. Oh, for favorite lines. Uh, I'm going to say the snakes introduction. When I get really pissed off, Santana gets taken over by my other evil personality. Call her snakes. Her wrath of words is called Snicks Juice. I'm kind of like the Incredible Hulk. You can't blame me for anything Snicks does. <laughs> Actually, mm. but that, yeah. that briefly just like topped out uh, Sue for me. Okay. Is that Snicks with three X's? Yes. I think. I think so. With the um, Snicks Juice. <laughs> the Snicks Juice, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I did like her line, Santana's line. Get further staging a gelervention for Blaine. Than- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this begins the characters calling out how bad yeah. Blaine's hair is, and then it only yeah. gets worse. Oh, that's good. It does. I like that we've had like a variety of favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. With the music and with the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was honestly a good episode, question mark? Like, No, it was. It was, yeah. a good, yeah. it was a good episode. It was. One of the... Like how shocked we all are. I know. Like, it's not perfect, clearly, but... Mm-hmm. Well, what is? 90% of it was awesome. That's, that might be high. That was, that was a high... That's a high rating for... I was thinking just of the Puck storyline, and then I was like, oh, yeah, the Finn bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Back down. Beer. <laughs> uh, I think those are all of our indices. Great. Super. Thanks for asking. Uh, so the next episode is Hold On to 16, hmm. which I remember the title of, and I know that stuff happens, and then I can't remember. I feel like a lot of stuff it's goes sexual. down. Oh, that's right. It's sectionals. And it's, um, there's some Michael Jackson music. Um, oh, I know what happens in the next episode. Do you want to spoil it? Can't Sam spoil comes it. Sam oh, comes that's back. right, Sam. We get He's Sam. He says the line. He says it to Quinn. Hold on to 16 as long as you can. Mm-hmm. Have to go, wow. Beg Cordova Street to come. I don't know what happened with that. We should research that for the next episode. Like, why yeah. did you leave and then come back? Yeah. I think. We could. I don't know that we're gonna be able to figure it out, but we can. We should. We should look into this because I, you know, maybe it was we that he wasn't with our theories. Yeah, he was released from contract or didn't get a contract, and then yeah, outrage. I don't know. It Definitely. works though because it's like it's sectionals and they can't have Rachel. And anyways, mm-hmm. feel free to cut all this out. <laughs> no. Um, I do remember that this is the we are young at the end. So that's a nice group number. Oh, you know what it is? It's Blaine boxing. Oh my god. Uh, Are you yeah. serious? So, so we get okay. angry demon I'm, boxing. I'm excited for this episode coming up. I'm okay. Let's see. <laughs> I didn't remember what was in it. Yeah. Now we know. Now we remember. 
We really put our three brains together for that. That was a good effort. <laughs> for this thing that we're going to watch on Netflix like tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, is it wrong that our three brains can only come up with like a third of the episode? Yeah. That, uh, and these are the seasons we actually rewatched and enjoyed. I know. Thoroughly. Like, I see I mean, it's from season five on Tumblr and I'm like, what is that? I know. Who Did y'all who know was- that, that Glee did Toxic two times? I did not know. <laughs> well, there's an, like, <laughs> there's an episode where they like redo songs. The one, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wait, why? Why are what? <laughs> I what know. happened? What? I know. That's how I felt too. I was and like, I already have questions about why are you doing Michael Jackson music? But, uh, you know, we're going to. We'll get Janet there. gets it too. They do uh, control. They do. Well, we should probably save that discussion for anyways. Next cut episode. all this. This is the next episode. <laughs> um, great. So, um, that is this episode. <laughs> I kissed a girl. Wow, my one third of our brain is just—it's <laughs> gone. It's gone. Um, great. So, I don't know. We are on every social media channel to varying degrees. Honestly, we prefer like Instagram and Twitter if you're going to like follow us, which you should do. Um, As we mentioned before, we're going to be doing a 31 days of Glee opinions starting August 1st. Um, And we would love for you to um, tell us how right or wrong we are because we... And then we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah. And we'll just flip it right back on you. Um. If you are interested, we have a Patreon if you want to support us, which is a patreon.com slash Glee on the rocks. We are on, I think, every uh, channel that you can listen to a podcast on. And if there's one that you prefer and we're not there, just like let us know. Um, I think we're on them all. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of them. Um, rate, comment, subscribe. Is that how this works? Is that, That's right. Is that, how, is that how the kids say it? Smash that like button. I was button. just thinking, smash that like button. <laughs> Comment down below. Comment um, below. And then um, there's like a little arrow below on our audio feed. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still open to sending lots of pictures of my podcast to anybody who sends us a screenshot of a review. Um, oh, yeah. We'll definitely do that. And that's a screenshot of your review to gleeontherockspodcast at gmail.com. And you'll get back um, some choice podcast photos. We have yes. a lot of podcasts. If you've missed, there are a lot of them. I literally uploaded a podcast photo. I saw it while we were recording. Amazing. It is oh, on the uh, Instagram stories. Perfect. Yeah. They're all adorable and they're all equally yes. amazing. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, thank you for listening. Um, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to register to vote if you haven't already. If you need help doing that, um, you can go to vote.org or Vote Save America are good resources. Or you can hit us up in the DMs and we will... God, I hate saying that out loud. Um, You can contact us like adults and we'll help you out because it's important. And if you aren't wearing a mask outside, you should be. Do we have any other sage words of advice from the olds? I think that's it for now. We dropped a lot of advice this episode. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. And you know what? We're going to leave it all in. It's going to be an right. hour and a half long episode, but half of that is going to be how to get into college. <laughs> <laughs>
which maybe we'll just have a separate podcast about like advice from the olds. Um, great. All right. So we will catch you on the next episode. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs>